Welcome to Coffee and Sports, your weekly podcast that makes you smarter on the most intriguing topics from this past week in the world of sports, all in the 20 minutes or so it takes you to drink your coffee. I'm your host, Colin Fleming. I covered sports for years for ESPN and now coming to your ears from beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm joined by my partner in crime. He's the former Division I all-conference offensive lineman who then went on to become a football recruiter and now is considered the pit bull of Denver. It's Mr. 303 himself, the one and only Jeffrey Earl Hines. Jeff, how are we doing this week? Colin, the sky is blue. The grass is brown, a little snow on it, some green coming back already, but everything's great here in Denver. Jeff, another huge week on Coffee and Sports as we break down Fury Wilder 2. We talk NBA, we talk college hoops, NFL, XFL, Champions League is back, and of course it would not be Coffee and Sports without NHL 2. So let's get into it all with 3 and Out. All right, Jeff, it's three and out. The three most intriguing topics from this past week of the world of sports. Topic number one, the life and legacy of Kobe Bryant is honored at Staples Center. God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home to heaven together. Babe, you take care of our Gigi. And I got Nani, Bibi, and Coco. We're still the best team. Jeff, I'm fighting back the tears just from that statement from Vanessa Bryant. What should we take away from the beautiful ceremony? Beautiful is 100% right. Um, it, w- it was perfect. Um, that you know, That's all I can say about it. It was perfect. Great job by everybody, Lakers organization, um, Bryant family, whoever put that together. Great job uh, by them. And you know, there was a lot of things we could take away. You know, We knew he was a great competitor. We knew how hard he worked, how good of a a basketball player he was, what he was becoming uh, as a producer. But what we really got to see, you know, is how great of a husband, a father, a friend, a mentor, a little brother, big brother, and overall great human being that Kobe was. And to me, that's the biggest takeaway because I've had a lot of friends that have texted me and, you know, everybody has been saying since seeing that, You know, they just want to be a better man, a better human being. So I think the biggest takeaway uh, from Kobe Bryant is going to be his lasting legacy on that new front that we saw. Uh, He's just a great human, and that's what he's going to inspire people to be. Topic number two, sticking to the memorial, perhaps the best moment was when Shaq shared his thoughts on when Kobe first earned his respect. Today, Kobe gave my respect was the guys were complaining. I said, Shaq, Kobe's not passing the ball. I said, I'll talk to him. I said, Kobe, there's no iron team. And Kobe said, I know, but there's an ME in that motherfucker. <laughs> so I went back and told Rick and, uh, and Big Shot Bob, I said, just get the rebound. He's not passing. <laughs> Jeff, how perfect was that story from Shaquille O'Neal? Uh, I don't know if you can get uh, more perfect than perfect, Colin. Uh, it was great. Shaq nailed it, got up there. He was able to hold it together. I was very impressed. Gave us that great uh, speech and classic Kobe uh, response. Um, but also it was great seeing Michael Jordan getting up there, how emotional he was, you know, just seeing how Kobe touched these two greats. And then Shaq, you know, telling us a personal story and uh, just seeing how much Kobe meant to him. It was all just a perfect moment. 
Topic number three, heavyweight boxing is officially back as Tyson Fury hands Deontay Wilder his first career loss via TKO. But Jeff, the story here is not Wilder losing, but rather Fury dominating. How was Fury able to be so dominant Saturday night against such a fierce opponent and what is next for both fighters? Yeah, uh, Colin, you know, we really saw it and everyone you know, was talking about it. Uh, a boxer versus a puncher, a boxer versus a puncher. Uh, and we really saw that on display uh, with Fury and Wilder. Um, but what, you know, really I took away is from that first match and that first fight, you know, you could tell Fury went back and decided, hey, I'm not going to sit back. I'm not going to wait. I'm going to attack him, put the pressure on Wilder, keep him on his heels. Uh, really make sure he can't get the power with that right hand. Um, and you could see that Wilder in his camp didn't really change from that first match. They were relying on that right hand, and Fury just took it to him all match. Um, now, as far as for what's next, next, um, the last time you know between match or between fights, they ended up having two fights apiece. Okay, so they fought between. So I'm interested to see if they fight between now and next summer. You know, maybe we're going to see Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Uh, maybe Deontay Wilder versus Charles Martin, a little rematch there. And heck, where's Ruiz? Where does he fit into all this? It's just an exciting time for heavyweight boxing. And that does it for three and out. Jeff, what do you say we hop aboard the express train? Choo choo. First stop on the express train, it's standing ovation. These are the three best things we saw from the past week in the world of sports. Topic number one, Las Vegas was not the only place the sports world had its eyes on Saturday as utter chaos took place in college hoops with three of the top four teams falling. Jeff, what happened to Baylor, Gonzaga and San Diego State this past weekend? Yeah, Colin, Baylor ran into Kansas and Bill Self. Uh, they were already a top four team, so I'm not shocked that Baylor went down at the hands of Kansas. Uh, Gonzaga, they run into BYU. Childs goes off for 28 points. So you had a hot hand by BYU. Uh, did it shock me? Yes. Uh, but BYU is ranked in the top 20, uh, so a good team there. The, ones that, the one that is really shocking is San Diego State versus UNLV. Uh, because UNLV comes into the game not ranked 500 team, and their bench just outplayed the bench of San Diego State. Their role players played a better game, and then down the stretch, UNLV was a team that got the defensive stops. Uh, so that's the one that shocked me the most. Uh, but like you said, utter chaos. Jeff, speaking of utter chaos, it's topic number two. Astro star Alex Bregman steps to the plate in spring training. Breaking ball. Yeah, that's an off-speed pitch. It got away. Through five spring training games, the Astros have been hit by a pitch seven times, and that probably will not be the last time it occurs. At this point of spring training, Houston has been hit more than any other team in Major League Baseball. Jeff, what should we make of this quote-unquote coincidence? Well, you heard it. Alex Bregman talks about what he loves uh, about baseball and the self-policing. Uh, so, uh, you know, is it a coincidence? Uh, not really. He knew this was going to happen. He talked about if something, if you do something, they're going to hit you or they're going to hit your teammate. So the moment he decided to cheat with his, with the whole organization, he knew that this was going to happen. Uh, I just hope that he really enjoys the self-policing now. 
topic number three, Jeff, let's go to the NBA. As of the time of this taping, the Bucks are 50 and eight on the season. What, if anything, will stop Milwaukee from getting to 70 wins? Colin, I hope uh, Giannis isn't planning on having any more kids during this season because uh, the only thing that's going to stop them is him not playing. Um, they're going to get Bledsoe back. We know how he's great, um, They, but they need Giannis. And as long as Giannis is on the court, you know, they're going to get 70 wins because the icing on the cake to those two is Villanova legend Dante DiVincenzo. So as long as Giannis is on the court, they are for sure getting 70 wins. All right, Jeff, let's keep it going. Next stop on the express train, it's what are you doing? And Jeff, this week, we're going to keep it all to the NFL Combine. Topic number one, it comes out that Joe Burrow has nine-inch hands, to which the Heisman Trophy winner and national champion tweets, considering retirement after I was informed, the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your thoughts. Jeff, what is Burrow doing here with his tiny hands? (laughs) I, I love this, Colin, because it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that they're they're talking about his nine inch hands. I have hands that are eight and three quarters. Everybody thinks they're massive. Hey, he has nine inch hands, and I'm pretty sure when he was throwing sixty touchdowns, nobody was worried about his hand size. Colin, it's absolutely ridiculous. I love that Burrow said this, and heck, who knows? Maybe he's going to have to go eat mini sirloin burgers. <laughs> Topic number two, Jeff. Let's stick to Burrow here. The quarterback announces he will not be throwing at the combine. What is he doing? Uh, He's following suit with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Um, That's a new, it's a new trend. Um, You know, top quarterbacks supposed to be number one picks. They don't want to risk going to the combine, throwing to receivers they don't know, never thrown to, and having a bad performance. Do I agree with this, Uh, Colin? Absolutely not. I think if you're the top QB, go throw the football. Uh, But definitely, he's just following suit. And Jeff, it seemed to work out pretty well for both Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, considering they went number one overall. Moving on, topic number three, Alabama wide receiver and projected top 15 pick Jerry Judy wears a star David necklace to his combine interview because his nickname is, quote, Jew, or as he explained, his last name shortened. Jeff, what is the former Blitnikoff Award winner doing? Colin, this is a bonehead mistake. Uh, you know, he he came out, he explained himself, talked about his name. I get all that. Uh, but he knew the reaction this was going to get. He knew what people were going to say about this. And it's just going to be a headache that he sh- doesn't want to deal with. Uh, nobody's going to want to deal with it. It's just a bonehead mistake by him. You know, maybe he's already learning how to be a professional. He went on to it and already apologized and said he won't be wearing the necklace uh, moving forward. So hopefully... Uh, He turns this into some sort of positive and learns from it. All right, Jeff, next stop on the express train, it's do you agree? We're going to keep it all to college basketball this week. Topic number one, after winning seven straight, including a huge home win Thursday night against number 14, Oregon, Arizona State will go on to win the Pac-12 regular season title. Colin, totally agree with you on this. There's a four-team race at the top of the pack uh, this season. And heck, if you would have asked me last week, Colin, I would have told you Colorado. They blew it against UCLA, who's in the hunt. Of course, U of A is as well. Uh, But I agree, Arizona State will win it. The Devils are fun to watch. The longest conference win streak in school history since 1981. Topic number two, the Big Ten will get all of its teams into the big dance. Colin disagree. Joe Lenardi has them all on the bubble or in uh, the dance already. Uh, But they still have Northwestern, Nebraska, and Purdue. 
along with Minnesota. Uh, but I don't agree with you. I don't agree with Joe Lenardi either. Moving on, topic number three. After its big win against number one ranked Baylor on Saturday, Kansas will get the number one overall seed in the tournament. As long as they big, win the Big 12 tourney, they will. Totally agree. Next up, it's laugh or trash. We're going to make three statements. You're going to tell me if we should laugh or if it is trash. Topic number one, Deontay Wilder blames his loss to Fury for underestimating the weight of his 40-pound costume he wore out to the ring. Jeff, laugh or trash? <laughs> Gotta laugh. Uh, seems like Wilder knows it. I think that's trash if you ask me, Jeff. Topic number two, sticking to the fight. Fury is singing loud and proud following his big victory. So bye! <laughs> Jeff, laugh or trash? Uh, Colin, I laughed at him singing and serenading the crowd. However, as a proud citizen of the United States of America, I dislike the song he chose. <laughs> Topic number three. After dropping 40 points, Bulls guard Zach Levine receives criticism from his coach Jim Boylan, to which Levine responds, I have 40 fucking points. <laughs> Jeff, laugh or trash? Colin, the Bulls are trash. Boylan's response is probably why he never got hired as a head coach after he got fired from Utah in 2011. Jeff, that might be the realest thing ever said on the history of this podcast. The Bulls are trash. Final stop on the express train. Who did it better? We're going to go through three topics and decide who did it better. Topic number one. Jeff, we talked about them earlier, but let's bring them up again. Since post-All-Star break, who has done it better? The Eastern Conference leading Milwaukee Bucks or the Western Conference leading Los Angeles Lakers? Calling Los Angeles Lakers uh, Sunday, they had that great win uh, over the Celtics. LeBron, of course, had... Uh, the game winner at the end, but also he played great defense on Jason Tatum, really stepped up. And then again, Zion the other night, uh, they came out and they got the win. Yes, Zion had you know quite a few points, went off for 29, but LBJ stepped up on him and really shut him down when they needed him to. And that win over Boston avenged the Lakers' biggest loss of the season, so I think that's a big confidence hurdle for the team as well. Moving on, topic number two, let's talk about Champions League wild match days this week as Byron leads Chelsea by three goals. Napoli and Barcelona are squared at one. Juventus trails Lyon 1-0, and Man City shocks Real Madrid on their home pitch with a 2-1 victory. Jeff, who did it better out of all those competing in Champions League this week? Colin, wild week for sure. Bayern uh, taking a 3-0 lead over Chelsea at Stamford Bridge is as big as an accomplishment uh, as you can get. But the way Man City was able to score those two goals late uh, within 10 minutes of each other, that takes the cake for, for me, especially against a really good team in Real, uh, who will be without their skipper, my former, or not my former, my favorite player of all time, Sergio Ramos in the second leg. Final topic, we can't exit the express train without talking some hockey. Jeff, over their last 10 games, the Knights are 7-1-1, while the Blue Shirts, the New York Rangers are 8-2. Who has done it better? Yeah, Colin, I'm going with uh, the Golden Knights on this. Even though they're in the Western Conference, and I've talked before how how the Eastern Conference uh, is a better conference this season or a stronger conference. I'm going with the Knights because in the last 10 games, uh, they've played more teams from the Eastern Conference than the Rangers. The Rangers have been out West a little more. Uh, so I'm going with the Knights just based on the teams they beat.
And that does it for the express train. Jeff, what do you say we finish this off some rapid fire? Teed it up. All right, it's rapid fire time. First up, this week's MVP, Jeff, I'll go first. My MVP is P.J. Walker of the Houston Roughnecks. Not just because he's leading the only unbeaten team in the XFL and leading the league in passing yards and has thrown for 10 touchdowns on the season and ran in for another, but because the only reason he is getting this opportunity is because his former Colts teammate, Andrew Luck, told his father, who is the commissioner of the XFL, to give him a chance and P.J. Walker has more than made the most of his opportunity. Gotta love it. He's my MVP. Jeff, what do you got? Colin, I'm going with Sabrina Ionescu uh, of Oregon. Um, She's a senior there. She's had a great career so far. And, uh, you know, on Monday, she gave a great, great speech at Kobe's Memorial. Really talked to us how big of a mentor he was to her, how big of an influence he was, how close she was to Gigi. And then less than 12 hours later, she goes out against Stanford and becomes the first player in the NCAA men's or women's hoops to ever have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 1,000 assists. She's my MVP. Next up on Rapid Fire, what to watch for. We're going to tell you what we're watching this weekend, Jeff. I am going to be watching All or Nothing on Amazon Prime. Not just the new season following the Eagles, but our friends at Amazon also dropped a season following the Brazilian national team. So after I watch Willen dominate for Chelsea on Saturday morning, I'm going to watch him dominate for Brazil on All or Nothing. Love me some Verite. Jeff, what are you watching? Colin, this is an easy one. I'll be sitting watching the combine. I'll probably be sitting eating stuff in my face with food just like everybody else. I'll I'll have it on TV watching a bunch of guys run around in tights and I'll be critiquing their vertical jump, how they land Um, in the three cone drill, I'll be critiquing their hips and things like that. Really getting a great, great draft grade for everybody Uh, because this is where we're going to learn definitely in the combine uh, because, you know, if they run the 40, they jump high, they're going to be great football players. Hey, so that's what I'll be watching, Con. You know I love that combine. <laughs> More to come on the combine, that's for sure. All right, Jeff, moving along. Stat of the week is next up. My stat of the week is 38 million. That's the career prize money earned by Maria Sharapova, who announced her retirement this week. Jeff, that is the third most earned in the WTA history, trailing only the Williams sisters. She will be missed. What is your stat of the week? Colin, I'm going back to Kobe. Uh, But the stat I want to talk about really, uh, it really encompasses who Kobe was as a player with his determination, grit, uh, never giving up. The number is 14,481. That is the number of missed shots Kobe had in his career. That is 1,000 more than second place John Havlicek. I love that stat because as we know with Kobe, he could be 0 for 30, but what's he going to do? He's going to keep shooting. All right, Jeff. It's the reason the millions and millions gather around their phone each and every week. It is time for Cliche Sports Podcast Hot Take. Jeff, what do you got for us? Colin, right now, everybody's talking about the combine. Heck, that's what I'm going to watch because I want to see these athletes out there. Uh, but everyone's talking about the draft and where everyone's going to go. Well, we're here now. Tua, he's probably going to go top five. Well, Colin, two reasons why he's not going to go top five. Number one, he has an injury history. He's been hurt the last two seasons. Significant injuries. He's been cut open with surgeries. Number two, Colin, he's left-handed. 
Hey, only three left-handed quarterbacks have ever played in the Super Bowl. The last left-handed quarterback taken in the in the first round or in the top 10, Matt Leinert. How'd he do? Hey, he's not going to go in the top five. He's not going to go in the top 12, which I like to call the dirty dozen. That's my hot take. All right, Jeff, my cliche sports podcast hot take is also going to be sticking to the combine, and it is this. 40 times are absolutely useless in determining how good a football player will be. In fact, when you look at top 40 times recorded at the combine, the only players who have gone on to make a name for themselves are Chris Johnson and Champ Bailey. If 40 times mattered, John Ross III would be leading the league in receiving yards and touchdowns, and Dre Archer, Jeff, I know you remember him, former Pittsburgh Steeler, would be resetting the free agency market as the highest paid wide receiver in the league. Instead, he hasn't played in the NFL since 2015 good thing i have a fire extinguisher right here (laughs) and that does it for this week's edition of coffee and sports we thank the millions and millions of listeners from across the globe for tuning in each and every week please be sure to follow us at coffee sports pod and subscribe and follow on apple Podcasts and spotify this has been a production of tandem bike productions we'll see you next week we out bing bong